Okay. I'm recording. Sorry, I didn't give you any I'm warning. Recording. That was... Oh, wonderful. Good thing we weren't Hi. saying anything inappropriate. Well, <laughs> so good. Well, you know, I mean, can I just say, I think one of the episodes that I've had the most fun in a kind of okay. sadistic sense was last oh, week's no. episode. What, for the editing? Yeah. Um, oh god! It was it was very fun. When you to say edit. fun, do you mean like stressful? Because when you say fun, no, 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 I mean no, no, no. stressful. I mean, I was actually, I, I was editing some of the clips down, and so for some of them, I've chosen to use some of Piers's. Um, I'm going to call them moments, where he just <laughs> can't help himself to say something that's going to make me laugh. And every time I listen to him saying something that's going to make me laugh, I also laugh while editing it. It's been very fun, and I very much enjoyed it. Anyway. I do have a little story. Um, All right, well, before you give your story, hang you... on. Let's just... Welcome. It's episode yes, 51. Welcome. We're now into very much in the depths of the midlife crisis era. Into the second half of our century of i don't know where i was going that with makes that. it sound like we're planning on stopping at 100 we're not we don't have an end date in mind. oh yeah it, it, i was just using it as a, anyway i've made this more complicated than it needs to be anyway can, tell us the story okay so i don't, this might be boring i don't know no um, your stories are never boring okay so i decided that i was going to buy Pierce and Xbox Series X for Christmas because right. I'm a w- wonderful fiance. Before you worry about, like, oh yeah, can this like be in the podcast? Yes, it can, and you will find out why. Clearance, um, everyone, we've got clearance. <laughs> so I decided this months, months ago. Um, but the issue with Pierce is he's a little bit spoiled. <laughs> If he wants something, he buys it. And, like, I think the man has only desired something for a matter of weeks before he's gone and bought it for himself. Oh, he keeps it brief then. Well, that's fair enough. So, I was very stressed because he starts talking about buying an Xbox X for Christmas. Um, And this was caused because he he was like, oh, I'm going to give Barbie my Xbox One as a present um, because I'm playing plays. Yeah, she'd done all of like the wedding invitations and she'd done a lot of stuff for us. So like it was like it was like payment for that, you know. Now that Um, bit can't be in the podcast, can it? Oh God, you're making me panic. The bit where you said that Piers is going to give Barbie an Xbox One. Oh no, he's no, he's given it to her already. Oh, it's already happened. Well, carry on then. Yeah. Um, so I'm just being a he... good editor. I'm just making sure what's off limits, you know. Oh yeah, that that was very like thoughtful. Um, that sounded sarcastic. Why did it sound sarcastic? No, it's fine. You sound sarcastic. You hate me. I understand that. Carry on. <laughs> so, um, where was that up to? Okay, so Piers has given Barbie his Xbox One because he's decided he's going to play his PlayStation Four now because he's a spoiled man and he has both. Um, I was like, oh okay. This makes sense. The man has still got a PlayStation 4 and a, and a PC. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. And then 
He oh. starts playing games on his PlayStation, and when I tell you that thing was an, as noisy as a fucking helicopter. I remember you telling us about this, about because he like took it apart when you were in bed or something. Yes, that is, yes. This, the, yes, I'm glad I've told you about this. So yeah, okay. So it was bad, and tried to fix it, it wasn't getting much better. He took it to the shop, and they basically quoted him the same amount it was, as it was worth to fix it. So then he's like, oh... I've got I've actually got quite a few things I can um sell so I might trade it all in and buy an Xbox Series X. I was oh. like And I'm like okay it'll take him a while to to get to this point. And by this point mm-hmm. I'd already spoken to Pierce's parents and we decided we were going to go halves on this Xbox because my my logic was I normally spend quite a lot of money on Pierce for Christmas anyway and actually if I just got him the Xbox and halved it with his parents, then I, that will end up being cheaper than me buying him, like, lots of other bits. So I was like, if you just big get present. that. I understand that. Yeah, made sense in my brain. But then, Pierce fills this box full of stuff that he's going to sell. And he's like, oh yeah, I've actually got enough now. I'm, I'm a, about £100 off, or like, uh, what ha- like not a huge amount of money off. Um, so I'll be able to buy the Xbox in. I'm like, and at this point, not it wasn't just an idea. I'd been, I bought a CEX voucher online, so um, you can buy. It's not the best way of doing it, and this is where the story's going. Um, you can buy like discounted CEX vouchers to then buy the the uh, like what you want from the shop, and you get. I say. Like, on average, you can buy something for 85% of its original cost. Okay, good. Bargain. I love um, it. Yeah, exactly. And it's second-hand anyway, so it's taking the price down a fair bit. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'd already got one of the vouchers, so I was like, well, fuck, like, this is a £155 voucher. If he goes and buys himself a fucking Xbox Series X, like, what... Like, I'm sure he would find a use for that voucher, but, you know, and you're just like, I don't want to just give him that money in a voucher. Anyway, so I was like, oh, God. And he turns around to me, and he can see I am stressing because he's about to go to shop, and he's like, are you going to buy me an Xbox Series? (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I don't want to ask this, but I have to. I was like, I was like, what do you think, you bloody idiot? (laughs) And then I was upset because I was like, fuck, I genuinely, like, don't know what I, like, I don't know what else he would want for Christmas. Um, uh, it, yeah, so I was I was a bit like, fuck, now he knows what he's getting, Christmas, like, we're big Christmas people. Um, so yeah, I was a bit bummed about that. And then it got worse because that day I'd bought a second CEX voucher. Oh, Um and I rushed into it because it was really hard looking at uh, CEX vouchers next to Piers or like when Piers was in the house. Um, and so I can't remember what was going on. It was very like it was listed very uh, disca- at a very discounted rate. So I went for it, didn't look into all the things I should have spent £120 on this voucher. Um, then the the like the voucher doesn't work and I was like oh shit 
message person she's like oh I'm so like I'm so sorry um I'll contact CEX and like I'll let you know what they say I actually live near a CEX shop um and like don't worry I'll get it sorted a few days go past and I'm like right this is great so she's obviously scammed me this is where my mind started to go and I'm like for fuck's sake I've already told Pierce I'm getting my next box I'm like I'm gonna have to ask him now if he thinks I've been scammed and he was like I think he's been scammed I was like fuck my life now he knows what his present is I'm 120 pounds down um which I like I wouldn't get Pierce's parents to pay towards the scam so you know I'm then like a lot of money down at this point with no present uh and this happened to be during the time that I was not feeling too positive uh and I think that I think that was what sent me over the edge to be honest because I was like I'm such an idiot why did I rush into that you know I've not got a huge amount of money and now I'm a fucking idiot because it was the person that had Post Malone as their profile picture but I hadn't even realized that like at the time um like there were so many red flags and I was just not in the headspace didn't realize um anyway I decide for my own mental well-being I'm just gonna have to accept the loss of 120 quid and just like move forward um and I tried calling this person um they didn't like the phone line wasn't connected or whatever it just went straight through to voicemail it's like fuck I then I'm gonna ask you a question here and I'm gonna dread what the answer is where did you buy this voucher from Facebook Marketplace as well. Oh. oh, well, this was the thing. So what Pierce normally does is pay through PayPal. And this is the fatal error that I made. So I paid through PayPal through their, like, subdivision called uh, XOOM. I don't know how you'd say that. Yeah, like, yeah, I okay. um, Which basically means it's classed as a bank transfer instead oh, of... Oh, for fuck's sake. Exactly. So I thought I'd done it through PayPal. But so there was like I couldn't get the money back. That that was a goner. Um I don't think I reported it through Facebook Marketplace. Oh yeah, their Facebook account got deleted as well. So their phone number disconnected, Facebook account gone. I tried to stalk this person and I found a couple of people with the same name in the same area, but it was quite a common name, so I was like I I don't have the confidence to believe this is like the same person so I wasn't going to go and like send harassing messages I did message the disconnected Facebook account saying you've ruined my fucking Christmas um like thanks you know this has really upset me like if you are scamming me I'm hoping at this point that like I still have faith in humanity that this isn't a scam so, like, basically, if you can find it in your heart to not fucking scam me, please don't. Um, I wasn't... I thought I would go for the, like... Like, not aggressive <laughs> approach. Because I was Yeah, you just tell them that they ruined your Christmas. Yeah. Like, the depressing side of things. Yeah. Which, it wasn't, like... It wasn't great. It wasn't a lie. Um, and... I was like, oh, if I contact the police, they're probably just going to be like, it was your own fault, whatevs. 
Um, so I was, I was like, there's no fucking way. Last night, I get a message on the account that had been like deactivated. Okay, saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. This was genuinely, when I saw this message, I was like, a scammer wouldn't deactivate their account and reactivate it to then send the following message, which was, I'm so sorry that I thought, <laughs> that I thought, um, that you thought I scammed you. I've had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. <laughs> I'm sorry I haven't replied. The account got deactivated. I couldn't remember your name, which I find a bit weird because I like bank transfer. I don't know. I've had a baby. And she was like, let me add you on my personal Facebook account. She adds me. There is a picture of a baby. <laughs> and a picture of this woman's face. Like, as a profile picture. It's like, what the fuck? And then she, like, proceeds to apologise. So, like, for not replying. She's like, sorry, I've just had this baby. And, like, I... Like, there was, there was some personal details, blah, blah, blah. Like, essentially, she decided she was going to just refund me the money and then chase it up with CEX and, and get the money back from CEX at some point. Like, And at this point, I was like, okay, well, she still hasn't sent me the money, so I'm like still holding my breath slightly. I then, in the excitement, uh, she was like, oh, I can either bank transfer you or PayPal you or whatever. I was like, I'm not playing around with PayPal because if she then like requests the money back, I don't like... I was like, just bank transfer. I then proceeded to accidentally send her the long card number instead of the account oh, and the other thing. Sake. I'm like, Why oh didn't my you just god! Give her your PayPal. Oh my god! I was scared with pay- with PayPal that if she sent me the money, mm. and then she might be able to like request it back or something. Yeah. So you thought you just sent her your card number instead? Yeah. So I accidentally sent it. Before. So I deleted that. I was like, Pierce, I like. <laughs> Uh, is this the wrong number? He's like, yes, you idiot. So I'm like unsending the long card number. Um, I didn't like. I didn't send her the security bit or the, wasn't well. I'm that glad dumb. you didn't send her the security bit. Um, yeah. So I sent the account number and a sort code, uh, and and but then nothing was sent. She's like, I'll send it to you at some point this evening. I'm like. Right, I'm fairly confident you're not a scammer because this is very elaborate if you're not a scammer. But like also I don't I'm think just... she has to be elaborate. You're basically scamming yourself at this point. Oh yeah. You're just handing over not... information saying here's my mother's maiden name. Take it and keep it. <laughs> Literally, I don't like I am not a lucky person. You will know this. Pierce is always extremely lucky and for some reason i think because this incident involves peers i have been lucky on that basis um but anyway long story short well not long story short you've heard the whole story um the money i looked at so the the money wasn't sent last night to my knowledge i look on my account this morning there was 120 pounds my account you tried to buy (laughs) Your fiance, 
a Christmas present. Then your mm-hmm. fiance tried to buy himself the present. Then you yeah. got upset because he realized that you know you you know you got really upset legitimately um about this. Yeah. You carried on, you bought the CEX voucher, you bought another one on Facebook Marketplace. I'd already bought like I'd already bought the voucher the mm-hmm. both vouchers before him knowing, just like mm-hmm. to clarify. No, I'm just I'm just I'm just letting the point Facebook marketplace dangle in front of you for a second here. I know, but that's the just, that's just, how just have does a think it. about it. Then you thought you'd been scammed. You yeah. accused this person of scamming you. You sent them a message I, clearly meant to yeah. play on their emotional things. Yeah. Then you discover the woman had a baby and yeah. she hadn't scammed you at all. And she ended up sending you the money back, but not before you tried to scam yourself one more time by handing yeah. her yet more personal information. Yeah. I've taken a particularly funny approach to this. Obviously, I do feel quite sorry for you. And I do think it was quite <laughs> reasonable to assume you'd been scammed. Because oh, how will I'll you give to you know a time scale. A I'll give you a time scale. So, I bought the voucher. Let me have a look. I feel like I'm entering a scene of a crime. I need like a one of those whiteboards and I've like red shit everywhere. <laughs> I bought the voucher. Come back to you and it'll be like question marks around your face. Like what the hell? Don't, don't, because I'm such a fucking idiot for this, and I've just been like so lucky. Um, yeah, so I bought the voucher on the 10th of October, and she messaged me last night. So that's a month. That's you know that is scam time frame you know that's not and she had the but the thing that confuses me as well is by the looks of it she had the baby like a couple of weeks ago so it does does make sense she's getting free so the baby's barely settling you know things are getting pretty stressful and you come in and say you've ruined my christmas yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> Why is it only us who do these things? Why can no one else ever get in these situations? The worst thing as well is like, I'm normally so <laughs> on it with scams. I feel like I don't, I've never actually, I don't think I've ever been scammed before in my life. Like, Oh, what, yeah. so you thought you tried really hard this so time? So I thought right? I'd, yeah. I thought, yeah, apparently, like, I just was dangling my money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going, take me, take me. So, just to tie up some loose ends here. First of all, you have the money back. Yeah. Secondly, have you apologised to the to the non-scammer? I, I didn't, like, apologise. Se- because, to be fair, she gave me a number that didn't work. The mm-hmm. Facebook account was deactivated, mm-hmm. and I had no communication. And she had one hundred twenty pounds of my money. All right. Well, so did you I, at least I, thank her for sending you I the did money thank, back? Yes, All I. Right. I thank. I said thank you. Like you've um, you've made my day, and I was like, oh, it's great because you know, like now it gets his Xbox. Blah blah blah. Like, do you not feel like this is the kind of thing that always happens to us? Then, yeah, that is it definitely. Like, it is a bear, thing. Bear in mind, Pierce has bought, like, actually, Pierce had one situation. So, m- pretty much, I'd say he's bought like 50 of these vouchers doing the same thing, uh, but being a bit more careful mm-hmm. <laughs> and not trying to do it in secrecy and in a rush. Um, 
And I think bar one, he's it's been completely fine. One guy, um, I think it was a kid who sold this voucher and he'd listed it as say having fifty pounds on it and it only had twenty pounds on it. Some something like that. Um and so Pierce was like, I don't want all of the money, like just send me the money that is missing off this voucher. Um, and he'd done it through PayPal. Um, and the guy was this the father of the child is then like messaging saying, um, obviously Pierce didn't know it was a kid at first, but I'm guessing because it was his dad messaging Pierce after this point that it was probably like a teenager, uh, saying, You're trying to scam my son. And it was like, no, he's like said he's selling Hang on, a So this bratty kid's gone to cry to his dad and been like, This guy's scamming me. Yeah. And he's the bastard all like, well, a stupid kid. So um I feel like I've taken the wrong approach to this by calling him a stupid kid, but I do think he's Oh no, a no, no, no. Like it, it gets worse, right? So um this this goes like th- these messages go back and forth. Pierce is like, I'm not happy. And the and the guy is like sending abusive messages at this point, uh oh, saying good. I'm gonna f- I'm gonna fucking kill you, blah blah blah. Um, oh nice. I know like yeah. And then um, he's like, I'm going to call the police. And Piss is like, go ahead. He's like, <laughs> oh, he just invited them. All right, fair enough. Um, and so it got worse because Piers contacted PayPal and explained. He's like, look, he's ripped me off for like 30 quid. Whatever. The, I don't know the, the the numbers exactly. But like, you know, he's, I don't want the full amount. I just want a partial refund. PayPal then proceed. <laughs> to send Pierce the full amount and close the case. So, this guy oh, who was very angry oh, was God. then even more angry. Oh, no, no, and no, then no, no. finds Pierce's Facebook, he finds the oh, band account, God. and starts oh. sending death threats, saying, like, he's gonna come and stab us, basically. <laughs> right. Um... And I think Pierce maybe filled in like a police form or something like that. I can't really remember, but I, like nothing escalated. Um, well, did the yeah, guy stop sending death threats? Or I think we blocked him because um, oh. I remember Pierce <clears throat> hadn't. Pierce obviously didn't want to freak me out, so he hadn't explained the extent. No, of that, the that does sound like a Pierce thing to yeah not tell you. Yeah, and then I see on the Facebook. Like the band account that we've got this message from this guy, and I'm like, whoa! Oh yes, <laughs> as the manager, you happened to spot that perhaps there was something wrong. Yeah, what the what the fuck is going on here? Why do people why are people shitting on toffees so much? And it was like, oh no, it's just some angry guy after. Like, <laughs> and Pierce like, I don't know what to do now because like I don't know whether to just like send this guy the money or whether like like I was like Pierce at the end of the day just like do everything by the book like through paypal don't communicate with this guy on a one-to-one basis anymore um i don't know if pierce sent him the money that like the the money that he shouldn't have received back over i i don't know but he would have done the right thing i'm sure um oh i'm sure yeah why would he not have done the right thing 
Well, part of me would be like, well, fuck you. You're going to send me death threats. I am going to bloody keep the extra money. I'd keep the money, <laughs> to be fair. I'd keep it and say, well, you're a, you're a twat. Yeah. But that's why we're not allowed to do things. We're not allowed, no. <laughs> so, yeah, long story short, uh, this it, it it's all okay. And I, I've restored my faith in humanity. Have you? Not completely, but like the faith that was there in the first place is restored. But right. you know that wasn't a very high standard. I'm not gonna lie. All right, I'm I'm glad because I was a bit worried for a second there that you were having more faith in humanity than they deserve. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. I've I've met humanity and I'm not a fan of them. To be honest, no, no. Well, no. I'm gonna be honest. This is a very you kind of situation to have been in this week. Yeah. And I fully respect it, to be honest. I was trying to do a nice thing, and it all went a bit wrong. To be and honest the worst thing you, as well. I think I would have reacted the same way in basically all of those situations, so... <laughs> I'll probably let you off, to be honest. I, like, I think the worst thing is, as well, I did not want to tell Pierce's parents like of course what had happened, as well. Um, and I also... Did you tell Pierce's parents about the death threats, or...? No, I don't think no? Pierce did. I They're stayed out of that blissful one. Ignorance. Have you got any fun stories this week? <laughs> well, no, not really anywhere near as fun as that, to be honest. Um, what's happened in my life this week? Let's think. Um, you had a cup of tea. <laughs> I had a cup of tea. Oh, I've had some cups of tea. My God. I think I've just been trying to catch up on things, I think. I don't really have any funny stories. Um, that's okay. Really I can be the funny one this funny. week. Funny, but I've just tried to like catch up on all the things that I've been like neglect. Like, sorry, finally caught up on my messenger messages on Facebook. Caught up on those. Like, did you? Lance, I did. Well, <laughs> I did. I'm joking. I'm joking. I did. That's the key word. Past tense. I did. Until but I. But the problem you. is, people reply. <laughs> I hate that. So, when, um, when I sent wedding invitation, like wedding, like save the date in, invitation things out, then I had like a hundred people messaging me. I was like, <laughs> what? Why did I do this? This is backfired in quite a big way. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, you were, I interrupted you. No, no, no. So I've just been catching up on that. Um, various other things, trying to sort my life, get my life back in order. I think after. Um, our conversation last time I felt quite better is not the word I want to use but like a slightly lighter load out of a heavy load it is a bit it was a bit because it was the thing of like having been I think it's the thing that comes with talking to people who you trust yeah uh you know in that way and even though it was recorded and like obviously it's gonna be on the internet being able to just talk to people that you trust and and feel like like it's a safe kind of space. Um, that's always mm. a really good feeling. Um, and I, I found that afterwards, I just felt a bit more like I don't feel so alone. You know, I feel like even though I don't, my own head feels like it's a, a tornado. Yeah, I don't feel quite so alone as I did beforehand. So that's been quite good. And yeah, I just just been trying to like get on top of the various things and do all the kind of stuff and and most importantly try and like 
respect my own kind of things. Like I'm I'm the kind of person who's not very good at um take it I don't take it easy really. Like I'm very like, oh I should do this editing. And so yeah. I should then put all of my effort into this editing. I should that's the only thing I should do and I shouldn't do anything else. And like you know when I come home and I was like actually I've been trying to be a bit more fair like, to myself. Set a bit more sort like, of limits. Yeah. So like that's why I moved the I think you probably saw I put the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm moving it until Wednesday. And I thought, oh, I should ask you about it. And then I didn't ask you about it. Um, well, no, you're the one who like, like, does all the you know work. So. I feel like you'll tell me if you think it's a terrible idea. But then I just thought, if I do it like this, it's going to stop that feeling of, oh, I'm, I'm, I need to get this done, I need to get this done, I need to get this done. It's like, I can take it at my own pace. Maybe it will still be done in time. But like, yeah. I just have that little bit longer to be absolutely happy with it. Of course. And it means I can do it in a bit more of a healthy way rather than doing what I seem to be doing, which is just, oh, everything needs all of my attention all of the time. It's like, hang on. I need an hour. I just respect that you're willing to do it. Of course. Like, I genuinely, when I listen to my own voice for longer than 30 seconds, I want to kill myself. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I I still have that feeling frequently where I listen to myself and I'm like, when I listen to this sentence later on and edit it, I'll be really annoyed because I've almost certainly paused in the middle of it and gone, uh, and then carried on. Now, I don't know why I do it. Every time I look at myself talking, I think, why have you stopped there? That's not a natural place to stop in the middle of a sentence. Don't do that. So it really does irritate the fuck out of me. Um, but I have mastered the art of being able to like listen on two times speed. So a lot of the time oh, I'll just edit okay. using two times speed because it just you know, we could talk yeah. for like two hours, whatever. Which yeah, is not and that's a bad the thing. thing. I enjoy it in the moment. And then when I'm editing, you it, don't like, want to okay. spend four hours editing, like Exactly. So I'll do it on like two times speed and it'll probably still take me two hours to get through it. But like by that point I'm like, okay, we're cutting that bit, we're cutting that bit, we're cutting that bit. Fine. Yeah. It just like keeps it moving like better so i'm quite good but yeah i do actually i enjoy doing it i just make it stressful for myself unnecessarily and there's a lot of these things in life that i think i do that i make things more stressful than they need to be because i put some kind of something on top i impose something on there that isn't correct um, do you watch videos normally on two times speed? Because I watch YouTube videos on two times speed, and I don't know if that's weird or not. It depends on the video. There are some videos that are better for me to watch on two times speed because of the like the way that they're paced is just too, too slow. slow for me. Yeah, and my brain just can't. It's like, well, come on, let's get through it. So sometimes I have been known quite frequently actually to do, it, or even like. 1.25 speed or 1.5 speed something like that yeah. just to like pick it up because i'm like let's pick up the pace here come on especially yeah. when it's one of those tutorial videos and it's like this is how you do this oh my and god like it two takes years later, it's a, it's a three minute video and it up. takes yeah you two and a half minutes to fucking get to the point you realize like... that most of the stuff you care about is going to be in the last 20 seconds you're like you yeah. bastards why are you wasting my time with this so um i feel yes that. definitely I was just um, I was just trying to find this the TikTok you sent me the other day. <laughs> your ADHD brain is dumb, but sadly your work is not. 
And it's the one of the like the woman like sat doing stupid things, like sat on the floor or laying on the floor with her like legs up against the wall on her phone. I was like, this is scarily relatable for me. <laughs> that feeling of my brain going, I w I don't want to do this right now. And I'm like, no, we have to do it. We have you to really you really need to end up on like ADHD TikTok, like just it's such a fun place. I'm I, I'm entering it, and every time I'm like, oh, you, you? what? This is all right. This is all right. I'll, 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 these are my people. <laughs> like I just have never had an original experience in my entire life. I've learned. That is the thing you realize. So many of your experiences. Are, oh, I thought this only happened to me. I thought I was special. Yeah. Oh well. It's very. Fun. What's scary yeah, though is like. I I don't know if I said this. You know the whole like cyst thing. Um, it was coming up on my TikTok for you page, like people with ovarian cysts before I fucking knew. Like, oh, that's from... scary. And I didn't think I had one. I didn't know that much about it, but I had seen. Like, I actually followed someone with one, and it's like that. Did TikTok weird. know about you before you did? Yeah, like one hundred percent. Isn't that weird? <laughs> The internet's gone too far this time. They know everything and anything about us. It's terrifying. Um, Are you, yeah. What else have I done this week? Um, what did I get annoyed about the other day? Something. And never Were you in the something. car? Well, no, but I will tell you. I don't know if I told you that my car is about to cost me some more money. Aww. Yes, indeed. I took it for a... Uh, my dad noticed one of the tyres needed like looking at, um, which is fine. Cool, very fair. Um, it like worn down, so I took it to them and I said, like, "Oh yeah," and I replaced. I got this, bought a new tire, and it was a little bit more expensive than I was anticipating. But to be fair, it was a good tire, so I was like, "Okay, this is fine." And then, okay. while I was there, the guy was like, "Oh, by the way, your other tire is looking like it will probably need replacing soon," and he like showed me, and I was like, "Oh, to be fair, yeah, okay, cool." Okay. And then a little bit later, he shows me this this thing behind one of the wheels and he's like so this like thing and it's basically to help keep the the wheel joint itself kind of lubricated don't laugh um and to keep it like moving smoothly and it started leaking but it had been uh, leaking for a while so that you could see all the grease had like sprayed out and everything he's like yeah you're gonna want to get that replaced and i was like all oh, right uh-huh and how much is that gonna cost and he like told me oh it's probably like 80 pounds each one. I was like, Wait, as in, right, do you need four uh, or do you need two? Possibly two. Definitely one, possibly two. Okay. Um, and I looked at the price. I always look at the prices they charge. I was like, to be fair, they always charge me like a fair price at the garage I go to. So I was like, oh, fine. Um, so then I went around the side and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to get that. And, you know, just adding out the price. And then I was like, okay, so I'll have to do the other tire. And then I have to get the wheels aligned. And I just, the price oh, yeah. has added up from what was initially a hundred pound thing to ending up being somewhere closer to like four hundred pounds now. Um, that sucks. And I was like, "Why do you cost me money, car?" And to be fair, it's just one of those things because cars are expensive. Like, they, I and hate they do need the fact these things. when yeah, spending money on like maintenance is the worst thing because you're losing money to not gain anything. This, yeah, you don't gain anything visibly for it. You don't get... It's not like buying something on the internet. It turns up and you're like, oh, new shiny thing, yay. 
when something gets fixed on a car, most of the time it's out of sight. And you're like, oh, all right, fine. And then, you know, when you're driving it, you're like, oh, well, it feels the same as it did before. But to be fair, my rational brain is like, yeah, but just because you can't see it doesn't mean it wasn't important. And if you hadn't got that replaced, then maybe yeah. some bad stuff could have happened. It could have cost so, you, yeah. It's just that my dumb monkey brain is like, I want shiny thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want someone I'm to totally hand me a shiny thing at the same time. Um, so, yeah, 100%. So that's kind of annoying. But, uh, you know, that's fine. We'll, we'll, we accept it. We accept this is the life we live. Oh, and my therapy. You know, I said that I'd spoken oh, to yeah, 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 trying yeah. to get some kind of thing. My support or whatever you want to call them messaged me and was like yeah i can understand what you're saying um entirely and it's absolutely fair some people don't really seem to improve much um she did then try to call me whilst i was in the middle of a meeting <laughs> which is frustrating and then said she'd be back like next week or something the only thing that worries me and i think we mentioned it last year as well is obviously christmas is now the next big thing yeah and I can already sense that, like, things are going in plans for Christmas. I'm already getting emails about things Christmas-related. And I can feel already some of that dread starting to rise. Because it's like, oh, fucking hell. Not this again. I've barely recovered from the last one. And I, I think I've said before, it's like, it is difficult to talk about it because... Most people are like, oh, but Christmas is such a lovely time. Christmas is such a wonderful time. Yay, we love it. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking don't. Can I buy you a Grinch jumper so people will leave you alone? (laughs) 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 Or like bar humbug. (laughs) It's not even I feel like that would just encourage people. Because in my heart, I really want to enjoy it. In my heart, I really want to have that childlike, innocent, like, excitement for it yeah and i don't I you're just, just don't a depresso expresso yeah pretty much i think the first year that you have like christmas and you don't get that excited feeling like oh my god father christmas is coming tonight like i do feel like that hits hard <laughs> it does it does hit hard it's like oh oh and when you're an okay. adult it hits the bank account even harder mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. I mean, part of it was just like, oh, God, I've got to buy presents for people and I haven't even thought about why I'd get people. Then like, I've been so... For, and then all of this stuff. And I already, I can uh, I can feel the like, dread is there. Just wait. As, things, as other things get better in my life, Christmas dread is ready and waiting to just fill that void. Yeah. Tell you. Sorry, I don't want to be depressed about it. I'm just being honest about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think like it's an important thing to talk about on the podcast because I'm sure like lots of people will relate and uh, f- have comfort in you sharing that. You know. Well, yeah, and I think I... most people will. Lots of people are not are able to enjoy Christmas, and I always say, well, yeah, good. I hope you do enjoy it. It's a. It should be such a lovely time of year. It should be a time for all of these things i just know that i'm gonna feel very much stressed probably up until boxing day or something stupid and then that will just be replaced with oh god it's a new year and i haven't achieved anything in my life 
So, you know, we're just lurching from thing to thing over here. Uh, but I definitely, yeah, that's just one of those things. Just one of those things that makes me me, I guess. I, I, didn't, I, I don't know what, how to respond. I'm not going to lie. That's okay. That's okay. You can just, you can call me a weirdo if that was help. Would that help you? You're a weirdo. All right. Would that help you? Kind of. I'm not going to lie. I was thinking about what Joe would be like at Christmas. She probably enjoys it more than I do, I think. Is she? Well, she's She's just a more functioning human than you. She is a more functioning human. She, she is, looks like she she's having the time of her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 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 in her element. I love it. I love to see it. I love to see Aww. it. I like can't believe she's what she's in second year now, isn't she? Yeah, it's disgusting. That's crazy. Like That's ridiculous. We've not just finished uni anymore. That's <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we're, it, we're like I'm. I'm very much there. It's got to the point that people I work with have had babies, right? And in my yeah. mind, I'm like, oh, they just, their baby was just born. And someone yeah. came in the other day and was like, oh, yeah, yeah, six months old. I was like, well, fuck off for six months. There's no way your baby's six months old. You left yesterday. I'm like, no, it's been six months. I'm like, oh, right. And then another one of my friends had like, his son is like one year old. And I was like, oh, what's going to nursery? What? No. That is crazy. No, 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 no. I had that it's with one this. of um one of my friends from Spawn, um, like who was in my sort of close circle. Like she put something about like oh toddler tantrums. I was like, How is he a toddler? Like I saw her uh, like mm-hmm. a week or two before she gave birth. I haven't seen her since. I'm like, how is your child a toddler? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's just one of those things that like I think I I read someone once that someone was like when you're younger, like a day feels like it takes forever to pass. Yeah. Because relative to the life you've lived up until that point, it kind of it is, is a longer period of time. And as you is, grow up yeah. more and more and more, days genuinely feel shorter. Because like relatively speaking, each day t- is taking up less of your of your thing. You know, it's, you've Life's, lived more days yeah. and been through these things and you've got more to do. And there's a point where you're like, I'm sure I used to have more time in my day. What? What? How did I have this time as a child to like sit there and play, I don't know, Lego Harry Potter for hours? <laughs> and these days I get home, have some, have some food, have a shower, sit down. I'm like, oh, it's already nine o'clock. What's happened? <laughs> I'm like, Disaster. time for bed. <laughs> well, I was thinking, uh, time for bed. I'm like, absolutely not time for bed. I'm still taking my time. Load up Lego Harry Potter, let's go. I've not played Lego Harry Potter for a while. I actually okay, have yeah. Harry Potter Lego in my house. Piers bought me the night bus because I told him I had it as a kid and I loved it and then he bought it for oh, me. Oh, I love that. It? Maybe we should just have like a Lego day. I would love... Oh, we had one of those once. Do you remember? Uh, was it a mine? Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like... I can't hold we were up like I did care and we basically <laughs> just had a Lego day because you had a shit ton of Lego. <laughs> and we were literally My... just sat in your room playing with Lego. That's so funny. We must have been like 14 or something as well, I but imagine. <laughs> yeah, we weren't even that young. And it was just like and we had the time of our lives. <laughs> Having the time of our lives in life. Oh. So my time. my family, like, as you all know, um some 
they like collect Lego, not in like an extreme way, it's just that like, so my aunt had Lego when she was a kid, it then went down to my mum who's five years younger and then eventually, I say it got passed down to me, It did, like it's not mine, it's like my mum has it I think and now my cousins play with it but like it was this trunk and it just got filled with all the Lego everyone had had so you could make like a Lego village and it wasn't sets. We did have a couple of sets in the end as oh, I got it was a bit older when they shit. started releasing. It's always it was random all, like, shit that's put in there. Yeah. And then you've got Lego Town and then in the middle of it you've got a guy <laughs> on a broomstick or something. Yeah. So yeah, that's all Like the some of the Lego would be like discoloured because it's like twenty years old, thirty years old. Mm-hmm. So and you'd always throw it say, like, oh, I want the new one. Yeah, like when they release the different um, shades of like colours, mm. like for the bricks. They, I remember they had this like snot green colour and I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember just being obsessed with like, when you started building and you're like, oh, this is all going to be this colour. And then you run out of that kind of, like, no, no, <laughs> I need this colour. Otherwise I'm going to take it all apart. I'm going to have to start again, because I'm not changing colour. Like, oh, God. Oh, no. This isn't good. I do find it funny that that's what we were doing, like, at 14 or, like... And I you would know, still... From... If you came in now and said, we're going to have a Lego day, I would 100% just just embrace it. Maybe I'll see if I can borrow the family Lego and we'll have a Lego day. Um... We'll have a, I'll, have, I'll bring my Capra son. I'll, uh... <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. They're not as good now, they've taken all the shit out of them though. I remember Smarties, you know they used to make your tongue go blue, like the blue ones? Yeah. And now I don't think they do that anymore because do they've they not? Got, not got the ad they like I they they might but not in the same way. Like it's This whole they've... making things healthy for kids is rid- it's gone too far now. It's gone too far. Like Bring I'm me convinced back my horrible I... additives. Let me kill myself yeah. for the sake of, we were... of sweeties. We were definitely eating plastic as children, like, mmm, yummy. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I do, oh, I do miss yeah. things like the Smarty ice creams, like, that pop up. Yeah. I feel like I would still have them. I bought from Iceland, I like, a couple of years ago. Oh, maybe it was, it was before COVID, so that's more than a couple of years ago. Um, I bought these Skittle uh, ice lollies. Um, I know the thinking, ones. I know the ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sound like they would taste nice and be a little bit like I thought they'd be like the smarty ones kind of thing. I got the sour ones, I think, because I I don't think they had the original flavor, but they had the sour ones. Like, oh great, I like sour. They're fucking disgusting. Too much. Too much. I could see it. <laughs> so, I could sense it happening. And it it wasn't even like the sourness. They were just bad. They were terrible. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, shakeaways. We used to get shakeaways. That was like shake-away. like the treat. I took Piers to get his first shakeaway and I don't think it was as like as my like as mind blowing as I was hoping it was gonna be for him. I thought this no. was a game changer. It I don't I think I like the idea of it, but I don't like the idea of having to stand there and wait for it. I just want it done. <laughs> I, I'm I I've That's become so too much ADHD. like the everything now generation, you know, like I'm like, oh, can I just deliver it? Can I get it? Like, can I Uber Eats? And then I was thinking say, about yeah, TV. Do a ten pound minimum delivery, so I'd have to order at six shakeaways or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, that is so annoying. 
I was thinking as well, like, about the, you know, we want everything now um, as a generation and, like, how when people used to watch sort of live TV more so than streaming platforms, you Mm. would watch one episode a week for the, you know, for, like, nine months of the year and then you'd have a a short little break and Mm. then... And then you'd have the next season. Whereas now, you like binge watch a season or something and then you have to wait one to two years for the next one to come Kills out. Me. Which And the worst thing is, is I always do it. When, I, when I've watched a new series, I Google, when's the next series coming out? And they're like, yeah, well, I the new series was literally just released. So what the hell's wrong with you? I'm trying to think. We should maybe write like a list of recommendations of series for each other because I, I feel like I've watched most of the things on. Like we've got, we've ended up, with fucking Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, and Netflix. Like, so, and I feel like I've watched everything off all of them now. The only one I don't have is Disney Plus. Oh, you can borrow ours if you want. <laughs> In that very legitimate legal way. A very um, legitimate legal I live with um, cats, so that's fine. Like, my sister's got her own personal account. She, I didn't realise they have their own, like, Disney Plus account, and then I've ended up making her a profile on ours, which makes me suspicious. My 14-year-old sister, right, so while we were, like, we were doing paper rounds and, like, going to, I was going through our old messages, actually, because uh, I was trying to work out when I started working, because this one job wanted my full uh, line of employment. Yeah, and I was like, bloody hell, I've worked, like, 10 jobs, probably yeah, probably about 10 jobs. So I was like, fuck me. And I don't know if they were actually like serious whether they wanted, because they wanted a reason for any employment gaps as well and reasons why you left each job. Um, and I thought, well, it can't hurt for them to know that I've worked since I was a child. Um, mm. <laughs> so I was in a legal in a, way, definitely. There's no. Definitely uh, in a legal no way. Definitely did not get in trouble for <laughs> having multiple jobs. Um, Absolutely not. Never. <laughs> and I was going through that message actually saying like about being pissed off <laughs> about uh, getting in trouble. Um, but I was looking at our messages and I think I'd spent about seven quid on diff- like food from the co-op and at buskers and a few different things and I was like oh my god it's so much money and then I found out like I, I knew I got paid four pounds something at buskers I think I got paid for like four pound 25p and I thought that that was like so much money because I'd been doing mm. the paper round um I just find that hilarious but um like I just going through Jesus. all our old messages and like we were so happy going and get like baked beans baked beans on toast at Buskers oh, and getting a life. hot chocolate and a mocha or... Time of my life. And then, like, there's my sister on the other hand who's like, oh, yeah, I want to get pissed in the field. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like... Different energy. Ten, ten years difference between us. I'm like, this is how much that has, like, changed the last ten years because of COVID. Like, everyone's bored and just they don't have options other than mm-hmm. like vaping and whatever else I was I feel talking like... to my no I wasn't talking no I was 
talking to my sister about what she'd been up to, and she was telling me about how she'd been out to this club or whatever and done this, that, and the other. And yeah. I, was, I was like, oh, that sounds like fun. And in my head, I was thinking, no, it fucking doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> sounds terrible. I don't want... And I thought, what I'd rather do, and I... <laughs> I legitimately <laughs> thought I was like, oh, wouldn't you just want to curl up with a nice cup of tea and some YouTube? And then I thought, oh my <laughs> god, oh my god, oh no, this isn't right. This isn't. I've aged. Hang on, what? Stop. Let me de-age, please. I was watching like uh, a vlog of someone like who had gone clubbing and stuff. I was like, I miss clubbing. And I was like, I, I miss it in theory, not in practice. <laughs> that was, like, I miss being able to have, like, I was watching vi- vi- old videos of me, like, running down Oxford High Street with um a fucking cone on my head and just, like, no worries in the world having the time of my life. Like, I just think if I went out now, I'd be stressing about the fact that I was going to have a hangover. Like, if I was going to drive, if I, what time the last train, like... I just factor in all of the negatives mm-hmm. instead of just living in the bloody moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I feel like you're probably on my wave, like I'm wavelength. absolutely on your wavelength. Absolutely on your wavelength. Ow! Sorry, I just kicked something. My f- friend B, who you've met, uh, my old housemate of three years, uh, like she, I saw on her Instagram account that she was going to New York. I was like, what? When the fuck did this happen? This girl has been, like, away this entire year doing, like, crazy cool things. I'm like, you are having the time of your life, babe. Like, I mean, she can afford to do that right now. <laughs> so fair. Um, but I'm so jealous. I'm living, like, vicariously through her Instagram account. Um, yeah. That was, yeah, but see, like... sometimes that's enough for me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like... Sometimes I look at people and I go, that would be really exhausting if I did it. But now you've done it, I can just look at all the pictures and go, wow, I wish I was there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I then thought about it as well, and I thought, like, actually, people probably... Like, Pierce and I have very different opinions of um, having a big, busy social schedule. Like, because he's more... We're, I would say we're both introverted, wait, extroverted introverts, if that makes yeah. sense. But, like, I'm definitely more on the extroverted scale. Like, yeah. I, I I, think it's more for me. Like, I'm probably, I'm an ex- extrovert, but I have, like, a, a shorter, like, social battery. Like, I enjoy being around people, but I just get tired and, like, over... Like, I, I just get done after a certain point, and then I struggle a lot. Um, yeah. I feel like ev- everyone gets it, but I feel like I can only... Like, clubbing, I could not club all night. Oh, my God, I'd fucking... And that that's from a young age. Like, I, it's just too loud, too overwhelming for me. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, I was, I was saying to Piers, like, oh, you know, like, we haven't done a huge amount since summer. And he was like, what the fuck do you mean? We haven't done a huge amount. And then he was like listing that we had plans each weekend. And I was just like, yeah, but that's that the weekend. Like before I used to like do stuff most nights. I think when you live with uni students, like one of you's always got some event on. And we, mm. we always like invited each other to 
like I'd invite the guys to the music social or they would invite me um to like pre's at their friend's house or whatever like there was always stuff going on and because we had quite a big house we were also like the hub like like we had friends sort of coming and staying with us and I I don't know so now I think it's just the adjustment period to like oh shit real life isn't like uni Mm. and to be honest (laughs) as you were saying it and Piers was listening to these things and you were like oh but that's at the weekends I was like what more do you want what are you crazy every night it sounds no but like he's saying like one like one event per like weekend or like once every two weeks that is that is busy for me yeah, I, that is. I just I'm find totally that funny. And, and I, like, <laughs> I get it because I can't... Af- oh, and this is the thing, like, I still have more money than I had throughout university, right? And I don't... <laughs> I managed to run... I'd go to London with 10 quid and have the time of my life and come back, mm-hmm. like... And go to gigs, and I'm like, I did so much with so little money. Um, and now I don't know if it's just because of where we live and that we have to travel, um, but everything just and obviously, we're not going on student nights, we're not like, I don't know, life's just more expensive since being a student. I think the thing is, you pay for, I think, as a student, you have so much energy or something or you're more I think for me definitely moving out of home you have this kind of freedom of like even though by the point you're 18 like it wasn't that my parents were restrictive really about what I could do I mean they were pretty much like yeah you do you but being at uni it's like there's no one there to watch over your shoulder so you feel a bit more like oh I'm going to fucking do these things. I'm going to go to London and stay up until whatever and do all this stuff and get the last train back. I'm going to drink out of a shoe tonight. <laughs> exactly, it's fine. But then, as you grow up, I don't know, I feel like something that hits me as I've got older is that I think, uh, actually, I'd rather drink out of a glass. Or, like... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess I could get... The, well, I want to get the last train back, but I want to get, like, a nice seat or something. I want to... You know, I want. I don't. I. I want to just throw myself I in. I want to sit down on a thing. I want to de-stress. Yeah. Oh, we could go for a nice meal. Yeah, we could go for a <laughs> night. There's like these. You I pay say that for to like all the, time. the kind of convenience of it almost, or like, yeah, you, you become more. You want more of the luxuries that you don't care about so much as student. Yeah. For Even sure, if those I, luxuries I are sometimes interesting and like self-indulgent and like I don't know it's very weird but I think I definitely as I would have no problems bastards like oh I'll spend two quid and I'll get this train that's gonna be gonna take ages and stop it in the middle of the arse end of nowhere but it'll be all right and these days I'm like oh you know what I'll drive because I don't have to deal with any of those people oh and like I mean this is clearly the worst option but I do want it I definitely get that. Like, I know in first year, I got the train back from Hereford with B. I got mm. the train to Glastonbury to visit mm. Sadie, which was like three trains, I think. Um, yeah, and like, yeah, I think I got a train from Oxford to Reading and then 
changed there and then there was another one or something like that like but I I just go wherever like you know there was that one one spontaneous time that I decided to go to Paris for less than 24 hours (laughs) yeah exactly but just I don't know why and I that cost me like a hundred and something pounds like it didn't cost me a lot of money um, Whereas if you said to me, should we go to Paris? I'd be like, okay, so we're going to go in like February or something then? Because yeah, that's how if, long I'll like, need to like plan this in my mind and work out exactly how it's going to work. And that would be I like thought, spontaneous still as well. Exactly. That would still be spontaneous. I'd be like, well, that's spontaneous. You mean two months, three months away? Yeah, that's fucking spontaneous. <laughs> Everyone else would look at me like, what do you mean? You, you're planning this out. Like, oh, if you want me to really plan it out, we could save it till next November, I guess. And uh you know? yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm terrible. I, I think I just have a very, I've always had quite limited social battery and COVID probably just made sure that it was never going to grow beyond that. I, I definitely, I, I think since COVID, I understand you more on that level. Like, I, I, I think you understand was, me more since COVID. Yeah, like I was fa- like fairly functioning on a social level prior to COVID. And then I don't yeah. know what happened. I just well, like. Welcome into my world. Yeah, I literally, it went from being, like, the life of cat, like, fucking all over the place, having crazy times, to, like, oh, yeah, I see why Chris likes being inside. <laughs> the life of Chris is there, like, I just, like, I'm, like... The middle-aged life, I'm going to call it. The middle-aged life, it's true. I was talking to someone again about Sophisticated fun. on my own the other day, because my friend went to see um, Mozart. At the um, performance of Mozart at Milton Keynes Theatre. <laughs> sorry, and I went was on like, his own. What? Okay. I know. I know. <laughs> no, and I was like, went, no, not the actual Mozart. Mozart. <laughs> that's what I was no, no, no. What? Okay, no, sorry. No, no. Milton Keynes. Um, sorry. <laughs> and he went on his own. And I was like, I could go and see something on my own. Couldn't I? Could I go? Could I do that way? Yeah. And I thought about it and I was like, I think I'd probably quite enjoy going on my own because I wouldn't have to deal with any people. Yeah, and you've I can, got like, no pressure. With my earphones in, don't have to worry about it. And sit there, take my time, go to the toilet, buy whatever shit I want to get. And it's not that I don't enjoy going with people. Like I think I'd quite enjoy going with you. I think it would be quite fun. Yeah, but I also think if you weren't available. I don't think I should... It shouldn't stop you from going. Exactly. Yeah. Normally these things would stop me because I'd be like, oh, you can't go. Oh, well, I won't go then. It's like, why don't I just rock up on my own and start doing more of these? Because, like, it is a lot easier sometimes. It's not that I don't want to spend time with my friends. It's just that sometimes there are some things and you're like, this would just be easy if I was just doing it myself. I, I think I am so glad that I had the opportunity to do a lot of things by myself and for myself prior to get like at, at such a young age because obviously I met Pierce at 19 and mm. since then because of COVID and stuff we go everywhere together um by choice you know um I go food shopping without him but like <laughs> that's oh what a luxury I go with his dad instead <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, yeah. that's sort of like it like and if we go, if a family member invites us to a, an event, like we're going as a couple, like unless yeah. Pierce has got work or something, like we're going as a couple. But prior to that, I went to London all the time by myself and I didn't even 
think about it until there was sort of um even like there was the terrorist attacks which then made like my granddad who like I, I didn't really tell my family like why would I tell my family where I was going like I was a fucking adult living in a different city but I did off like communicate with my granddad uh fairly regularly just in case like you know something happened I was like just so you know I'm like going to this gig in London mm. um and I think I could tell um after the terrorist attacks like you that it was making him a little bit more nervous so then I think after that point like I tried to like take friends along mm. a bit more but I am really glad that not that like not in a funny way <laughs> there was a terrorist attack it wouldn't make a difference if I was by myself or if I was with my no, friends. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I do like I do get the the safety element. But like I I am very much glad that um, I got to do things by myself because now I know I can do it, yeah. and um, I'm I'm not scared. I'm not put off by it. Like eating in a um, restaurant alone, like doesn't that. I probably sit on my phone the whole time. I'm not going to lie. But I don't feel like I would feel too uncomfortable. Um, And, yeah, like, I think everyone needs to go through that. Um, Relationships can obviously change Mm. your confidence in in things as well. It is important to be able to function on your own. Because... There will be times in life where you have to, whether by yeah. choice or not, and you do have to be able to do. Otherwise, you'll really struggle. Um, yeah, and I've, I'm not. I'm not uncomfortable in my own company. Um, you know, I'm fine with my own, my own company, and 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 spending time, kind of, not to what other people is not very entertaining, but to me is just fine. Like doing whatever, watching something. Um, my problem always comes because of the social side of when I go outside and do something. You think, oh God, everyone's looking at me. And it's always been a difficult bit. And then I think I just have to always try and remember, well... No one gives a fuck. No one gives a shit. <laughs> yeah. No one gives a flying fuck what I'm up to. Like, it's almost like, I don't know, realising that... How do I put it? Don't panic. Just take this as a thing. But like realizing okay. you're not that important, you know, like yeah, the whole world doesn't revolve around you, and people aren't constantly looking at you and thinking, "Oh, what a weirdo!" Like to most people, you'll walk past, they might look at you, go, "Oh," and then move on because they got other things going on. So like, yeah, the only person who's putting it all on themselves is 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 me, and yeah, I I definitely want. To. So I think that's something that maybe. I think it's a bit of a New Year's resolution for myself in advance is to kind of just try and do more things on on my own, if not with people, because that way it's like making sure I don't miss out on things because of some kind of anxiety about something or other. Because it's almost like you yeah. said, like, if something t- terrible happens, well, like, yeah, and I say a terrorist attack it... happens, well, will it make a blind bit of difference? Probably fucking not. Yeah, I think like obviously like some situations like particularly being female and walking alone at night in an area you don't know there's there's stuff like that where 
obviously yeah. being in a in a group does make a difference but you know if you've told someone where you're going to be and uh i i use um find my iphone yeah. with peers and i it might even be connected to, it was connected to my sister's phone as well it might be connected to peers to parents phone but like they can see where i am at all times as i think about it there are things you can actually do these days like messenger and whatsapp and shit has you can like share your location and things so yeah i know you can do it on snapchat but i don't know how like specific it is yeah i'm not i'm not i'm constantly about 10 seconds away from uninstalling snapchat these days to be honest (laughs) i feel that i feel that it's a pain in my in my ass, to be fair. Pain That's not true. There are people on there. There are some people on there who... I don't talk to many people on there. So occasionally someone will send me something. I'll be like, oh, this is nice. Like, my sister will do it. My friend Emma will do it. Like, they'll send me something. Like, oh, nice. But they're probably the only people they have it really for now. Yeah. And it comes I up sometimes and it's like, oh, remember this day from six years ago? I don't want to remember what I was doing six years ago. <laughs> Leave me alone. I don't want to see this picture I sent to someone six years ago. I'll hate I'm it. Like, I'm like, let me live through my uni days again, please. That's exactly. my... I don't want to remember this this weird snap that I sent to someone at 1am when we were having a deep conversation. I couldn't get... No, I'm not thinking about that right now. <laughs> Thank you very much. Fucking no. That's um, so funny. Should we talk about music? Yes, I was just thinking that. I, I opened my tab to Google something, forgot what I was going to Google, and then was just staring. <laughs> so yeah, I'm well, glad you said it right. That's an absolute um, mead. Oh my god. Uh, I will laugh at our music section this week. It is chaotic. There is a lot of different genres on both yeah. parts. I feel um, like... We we've really got to talk about this at some at some point. What went on this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Given that you have two songs called "Dead," <laughs> completely coincidental. Like, <laughs> I don't even know how like that happened. I they it's both were on my recent release playlist, which just I think is hilarious. When I saw them both in there, I was like, "What's happening?" <laughs> okay, hit me up quickly. Okay, New England by Kid Capacity. Oh, I'm glad you started and, this one. Okay, I've got a tiny story. So, Bob Villain <laughs> Yeah. has played at several festivals, right? With, on the same lineup as Toffees. I thought he was a Bob Dylan tribute. <laughs> <laughs> I am entirely unto. To be honest, when I saw the name before I listened to the song first time, I was like, "What is this gonna be? What in the hell is this?" Um, it, yes, to be it's clear, it's brilliant. Not it's a not Bob a Bob Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> I genuinely like. I didn't go to. I would have gone and seen this guy perform because I've checked his stuff out, and I'm like, "This is great!" Like, I thought it was a. Bob Dylan tribute. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what did I put in my notes? Oh, I closed my notes. Um, oh yeah, so I looked at his song. Oh, I haven't written the name of the song. Oh, we live here. Um, 
yes. by Bob Villain. This is a sidetrack, right? So, um, yeah, I was about to say, this is literally not the song I put on the list, but okay. Uh, but it relates, and the lyrics that I've put down in my notes are uh, told me, go back to my own country, uh, said since we arrived, this is a place. Uh, this place has got so ugly, but this is my fucking country. It's never been fucking lovely. I thought that was oh. a good good set of lyrics there. Uh, and I just looked at that song. song, and actually I liked the last bit there. Is, um, we didn't appear out of thin air, mate. We fucking live here, you cunt. Yeah, it, it's a beautiful song. <laughs> it's, very it's, good, very good. Um, but New England, similar vibes. It's very, like, uh, all about... Like Britain, <laughs> that's good. All about England. <laughs> I retire. I retire. You retire. All right, there you go. I think people who have been to my streams in the last couple of months, uh, month or so, will have heard me play this because I found it quite by accident. To be fair, I was listening to oh, really. Uh, who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Um, Sebele who is the guy on TikTok who, like, often makes these, like, short kind of songs of him just with his guitar singing, like, political songs. And I, I really loved them. And they were, like, oh, I, I know who you're on about. Stuff. Very yeah. cool. Um, and so I was like, oh, I wonder if there's anything more. So I just kind of, like, delving into that whole thing. I was also listening to um, Near the Band Idols. Yes, yes. Idols. There you go. Idols. Uh, they did that song yeah. called Samaritans. Um, yeah. They love. Uh, so I was just looking for it. I was like, I found the song. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is good shit. I love I, it. I love this song. I thought, like, the lyrics, so the lyric I put down, I thought, thought that you would really like was uh, politics. That's not my department, but I'll cast my vote regardless. I thought that was yeah, just yeah, yeah. like. Spot on. I love. Um, I just there's so much to this song that really like. I love it because it just takes the. You've got so much of how I feel right now about the UK, and puts it into yeah. this song. So like, you know, let me. There's loads of lyrics I could pick out. It's like, um, welcome to the new world, New England. Come witness the greatness of Britain. Driving <laughs> around in a German car, stop for lunch in a sushi bar. It's like. I like how simple that is, but also so effective at being like, you know, oh, Britain's great. We do so many things. We're like, so yeah, proud German to be British. Cars, you're having sushi and, yeah. for lunch, whatever. It's like, these things aren't British. What the fuck are you on about? Like, And then it follows up with, um, get my news from the Daily Star, get my t- get my kicks from the tits and asses, never mind about social classes, I'll cast my vote regardless. People who aren't in the UK might not know the Daily Star. Um but they are the same newspaper who did the thing on Twitter with will Liz Truss outlive a lettuce? Um, they were the thing. It's just dumb shit. It's exactly. just like, and that and actually probably gives like, it too like much credit. Absolute shit here. Like, there's no real news in there. It's completely There's no trash. reliability, like, uh, reliability, that's not the right word. Um, like, or, uh, truth to it. Like, there's no... Yeah, but, uh, I can't respons- think of, responsibly sourced, like <laughs> there's nothing. Like um, that. It's all tabloid crap that's like overinflated and it's anti-immigrant and it's very conservative and it's very like you know all of this stuff. And they do have a big thing about 
Oh, here's a picture of a woman and she's got a bikini on and that's for my own sexual gratification. So it's like just an absolute fucking mess. And there's so many people who read it and like, it's just trash and things. And I, I just, it really, it, it relates so much to how I feel about, how angry I feel about so much of this fucking country. You're such a fool, Britannia. Britannia fool again. Yeah. And I was like, I like that, like, play on rule, Britannia, all of this stuff. I just think it hits. What was the last bit? Yeah, so in the, at the end, it's, um, you ain't shut them out. You just locks us in. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so clever. what? That's so good. Is it like, it makes me think about, like, Brexit and all this stuff. And everyone's like, oh, we're going to stop the immigrants coming here. And it's like, you haven't. All you've done has made it harder for me to go literally anywhere else. And now everything is slightly more shit than it was. Nothing has improved in my mind. Like, if you voted for, for Brexit on the basis that you wanted to stop the brown people coming in, you didn't stop the brown people coming in. And also that's a ridiculous reason to vote for something. And you're a fucking idiot. Um, I love it. And the Bob Dylan bit in there as well. I love it. Um, Worry about the neighbours and worry about the druggies and not the Eton graduate that's taking all your money. All of this stuff. <laughs> it really hits hard and makes me just... It, it's like how I feel about the politics in this country in a like, three-minute song. And it absolutely fucking hits hard. I love the like kind of punk kind of vibe to it. Yeah, it's a bit grungy. Like, yeah. It's so good. And I, the bit I really love is um, is it you can't change or that you won't change? And that's like the big lyric I take away from this song. It's like saying people, oh, we can't do this, we can't do this. And it's like, is it that you can't, or is it that you don't? Or that want you're just to? not willing to, yeah. Because like you can change quite a lot of things. Actually, you can do a lot of weird fucking shit. So is it that you can you can't do that, or is it that you just don't want to because you want everything to be the same forever? Because yeah. That's a load of shit. So it suits you. I I never listened to Kid Capici before um for this, but I absolutely think it just it really resonates with a part of me that's it's the part of me that's angry about the state of politics and things and wants some kind of like really because I find listening to it, I feel a little bit lighter after listening to it. Not because it changes anything, not because it, but just because it allows me to put this anger that I feel about politics. Yeah. And just vent it or something. And I'm like, oh, I feel better now. I feel a bit better, you know. I feel like I've I've had a good moment. And also, just to conclude my ramble, it's also partly produced by one of the guys from Nothing But Thieves. Mm. Um but I love this song. I think it's fucking brilliant. Um, and I'm sorry for rambling though. No, 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 no. I, I agreed with everything. That was, yeah, that was great. Do you want to hit me up? I will gladly hit you up. Uh. <laughs> Which dead will I pick? Let's see. <laughs> uh, let's go for Dead by Madeline. Oh, okay, so this one, I heard it, and, I, and why did I immediately love it? 
you might ask. Pizzicato. I mean, I can understand that. <laughs> it's just like that that hooked me immediately. But then <laughs> other than <laughs> the pizzicato, um it it it's just okay, so it's like a feel good song for depressed people. Yes. Um and the the main lyric that I took from it is uh someday I'm gonna be dead, so I need to get out of my head. Like oh. this whole idea that like I think Billy Eilish said something like in in an interview, like, we're all gonna die someday, so you might as well like f- f- just fucking do what you want, no one gives a shit. Like oh. <laughs> and Sometimes it's hard to think in the moment, like, this doesn't realistically matter because it feels like it does at the time. But you've got to have that overriding thing in you that goes, hang on. It was like me with the thinking I got scammed for 120 quid. Like, (laughs) it felt like the end of the world. Yeah. Was I going to survive? Was I still going to have my, like, how, like, you know, like, was I still going to eat dinner tonight? Yes. Okay. Well, it's not that bad then, is it? Like, it's going yeah. to be fine. Um, And she says something about, I haven't got the lyrics up, but it's like, face the existential dread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Time for me to get out of bed and face the existential dread. Yeah. I definitely, like, I think when you wake up and you're like, fuck this, here we go again. But then you go, you know what? We're going to make the most of the shit situation. We're going to fucking get on with it. I mean, like, three hours later, you're like, oh. Yeah, I mean, I rarely have that feeling. I don't don't have the, we'll make the most of it. I'm just like, well. And so begins the shit show. (laughs) But, like, all in all, it's like a catchy, like, feel-good, anxiety-releasing bop. I'm going to go with this week. It made me laugh, which is a strange reaction. It made me laugh because it like it leading up to it is like, you know, I don't feel so great. I start to think about all the things that I'm avoiding. And then yeah. it just hits you with Oh, someday I'm gonna be dead. And it's just like but it's such like a uh, I it's such a bot. It's like it's almost uplifting and you're like I don't know how I feel right now. I feel like I want to vibe to this, but also, this is sad. Oh no, like, ah. but I, I 100%, I get it. You know, it's, it is that thing of when none of us live forever and, you know, like life is short and maybe too short to spend it on worrying, Um, which I absolutely get. There's that saying that, you know, would life be meaningful if uh, we, we'd never died? Like if we don't, mm. we, if we're immortal, like would would things be meaningful? Mm. And so I guess you can use death as like a positive thing. It's like okay, well we've got this time. That's a good thing. Like let's make like let's do all the things that we want to do. Get on yeah, with it. I I I absolutely Easier said than yeah, done, I think but... it's something so existential like that. To sing about it in such like a bop kind of way is uh, is very good. So I love it. I think it's a really fun song actually. Yeah. Um, shall we move on? Absolutely, if you'd like to. Yeah. I have um, no idea whether you're agreeing with anything I'm saying. By the way, every time you go silent, it panics the hell out of me. Oh no no no! Like oh god, why am I doing that tone? No. no. 
No, it's fine. Oh, yeah, it's you fine. carry on. No, I, I completely agree with you. I don't, it just sounded like I didn't, and I don't... Ah! All um, right, well, I'm going to sit here and have existential dread. Carry on. Uh, we talked about Madeline before, actually. I think I put participation trophies in. Um, oh, really? And... Yeah, unless I didn't put that in it. No, you may well have done. I have a small brain, so... Um, it, either way, it's either I've either played it a lot or it's been in the podcast. But um, Madeline as well is... She's doing well, don't get me wrong. Like, streams are looking healthy, but she's not, like, huge yet. So definitely jump on that bandwagon before she's... I'm, I'm going to assume without having, having looked. TikTok? I can't remember... Maybe TikTok. Oh. I just, I just, uh, sometimes I have a, something in my brain is like, TikTok? I'm not 100% sure. I've had her, like, on my playlists for a while. Um, so there's a good chance that it could be TikTok, but I'm not, I haven't got a strong TikTok, pre- like, presence in my brain right now. Um, right. Probably good. To be, yeah. Uh, okay. Kind of speaking of TikTok, I know all about Antihero by Taylor Swift, <laughs> Chris's other yes. choice, from TikTok because it has been dominating uh, the world. Um, for, like, for, I just threw a pair of scissors. Um, oh. <laughs> An interesting thing. I've been playing with a pair of scissors the whole time off camera and I accidentally threw my hand up in a gesture. Threw them on the floor. <laughs> um, Should I be concerned for you? Because I was already no. concerned when you put two songs called Dead in there, and now this as well. Is... <laughs> no, I, was, I was getting the dirt from underneath my nails. I'm not going to lie. I had that. Yeah. All right. Um, yes. Antihero. Super relatable. Um, mm. Like thinking realizing that you're the problem in the city. well i don't know if it's ironic or not whether it's like mm-hmm. oh hi uh it's me i'm the problem um mm. whether that's like going oh shit i'm the bad guy in the situation or whether mm. it's like yeah of course it's oh, i just stab myself um <laughs> stop <laughs> with the scissors my god I Def- I'm definitely the problem in this situation. Um, or whether it's like, the like you know, when someone just blames you everything, so you're just like, oh, yeah. yeah. Hi, that's me. Yeah, I'm the problem. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. What, what's, yeah, your, get what's your take? No, I Do agree. Think I think I, when I first listened to it, I was like, oh, this is really fucking self-aware and like, thinking about things and I know suddenly realizing that I think within all of us there's always like even if you're like a really good person there's a part of you that maybe sometimes manipulates people to get what you want or says something that's a little bit mean or these things that are a kind of anti-hero like you know um even if things that you do to yourself are a bit self-destructive when no one's looking. Everyone has that inside of them. I really do believe that. Um, but I also, I found myself thinking, is this kind of ironic? Because Taylor Swift specifically gets a lot of shit 
I think we spoke oh, yeah. about it before about how it's like she's often like the crazy. butt of jokes on things and like all that kind of stuff. And part of me when I was listening to it, I was like, is it like I wonder I wonder if it is almost a sarcastic like, oh yeah, it's me, I'm the problem. Yeah, yeah. Everyone agrees it's me. I I'm the issue. And like yeah. just saying, sure, fine, if that's what you want. And it I a part of me just can't help but think there must be a bit of that in there because I don't think it's possible to like be her and not be aware that for some reason parts of like the media are desperate to be like this is Taylor Swift being Taylor Swift she's ruined another relationship she's done all these things it's like I'm not sure she deserves half the shit she gets from like these people this is not okay um she's very good at um voicing her opinions in a very like you know powerful it's like sometimes it's like a petty way but it's still like respectable i i would say she's not going like oh trump you're fucking this and fucking that yeah yeah. orange-headed pig she's like it's the indirect it's the subtweet approach it's like i don't have to say the words to you i'm sick of the tabloid media blah 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 but I can just sing her out in this way that's very, um, I think. But I think it, I, I do, I always come back to this thing of, I think that within all of it, because I, I saw the music video as well. Um, I've not actually seen all the stuff on TikTok. I know there's stuff going oh, on there. But yeah. I saw the music video and it really made me, because there's this thing of like, she opens the door and it's, it's her. She's there. But like, it's like this other side that's the desperate on making poor decisions and things. And I do right. think that within all of us, I do think that part of us exists, that part that makes these decisions that are not, you know, it's like, oh, go on, have another drink, have another one. Now, go and message someone. And it's like, that's mm. clearly a terrible thing to do. But which who of us can say that they've never done that at all? Like, exactly. everyone sent a message in anger. Everyone's done these things. So I am... Um, I think it's incredibly relatable. I think it's a little bit like a sassy comeback. Um, I think it's fucking catchy. And I'm, I, you know, I'm happy to say I enjoy Taylor Swift. I'm, oh, I'm yeah, I love Taylor Swift. Like, I absolutely love I'm, a bit of Tay-Tay. I would say I'm a Swifty, but I'm not like a... I like, I enjoy Taylor Swift's music, but I... Yeah. I don't know the deep cuts necessarily. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, I be able don't to like, know name all, all the, the songs and the albums. But yeah, I I often enjoy, like if there's a Taylor Swift song on, there's a good chance that I'm enjoying it and vibing to it. I think she's great. Um, should we should we move on? Or is that too brief? Or like no, I feel no, like we can covered. move on. I was. I feel like most people have heard the song. So it's most like... people have definitely heard it. I just put it in there because it was a real bop this week, and I was like, I want to share it. But I knew yeah. full well most people have definitely heard it. I want to talk about Messy in Heaven by Venby and Goddard. I heard Jesus did cocaine on a night out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love this. And I picked this specifically after talking about the last one because I think it comes back to what I was just saying about the facts that... So for me, the thing about this is that <laughs> Jesus is meant to be, like, perfect, you know? Like, the good guy. Yeah. He does it all well. 
The first line I heard Jesus did cocaine on a night out. Whoa, what? What do you mean Jesus did cocaine on a night? What? That's not right. He would never do that. He would never do that. And like, if his father ever finds out, he'd probably knock his legs out. <laughs> knock him out. <laughs> and it's like, oh, Jesus, what's going on in heaven? Some fucking punches? Um... And even later on, he was the one who needed saving. Now he's low-key crushed on the inside. He gave his all and now he's breaking. You can see it in his eyes. And I'm like, you know, that's so... It's real, I think, is the thing. And it speaks <laughs> to that same thing of, like, inside all of us. Like, even if you're, like, trying your best to do good and to be good and to make the right decisions all the time, like, at some point things in life wear you down and how you respond to that is slightly different so some people turn to drink some people in this case turn to cocaine of all wild things um other people turn to other things and like comfort eating all these things um and it's like even i think it just says it's something like even the best people the like purest best people inside them have that darkness i think you know what i mean yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and if you don't see it, that's almost a scarier thing. So you're like, what are you doing behind closed doors? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. I, I think yeah. with the song, it, it it's like lighthearted. I think obviously there'll be people who take offence to it, but it's just... It's just fu- like, it's funny. It, it's just something it to... It isn't. It's like a more like relaxed dance music track. Um, it's not like full on dirty heavy bass raving, but it's like a fun. You can sing along and have a boogie. Boogie. That's yeah. not the right word. Like have a a chill rave. Yeah, that's what it I'm is. Gonna... It is that. It is, and I think that I think there are people who will possibly take offence to it and think it's meant as as something else but I I, I, insulting religion yeah exactly I don't think it's meant to be I don't think it's meant to be a comment on religion at all I think it is just that that human thing of like yeah in this case this is I yeah take Jesus away from it and just imagine this is someone who tries their very best to be a good person and fucking gets yeah. browned down by trying their best to be everywhere all the time and do all these good things. And in the end, they're like, fucking hell, okay, I'll take, I'll do some cocaine because this will just, like, fucking get me through. This will get me through this It's something shit. new to try and, like, just, yeah, some, yeah. like, something. And I think uh, people have yeah. always done things like this. People have always, like, done these things and, um, and... And and made these kind of decisions. And I think I it's think really good. Growing growing up as a kid, like you, you don't, you're not born, and then rules are put in place, and then you you don't just stick to all of them and never break a single rule in your life. People mm. choose to break different rules. Like with drugs, I think it's quite complicated because you know, particularly with weed, people are like mm. it's. It grows from the ground. Um, <laughs> it's it's natural. Why can't I consume it? And I think, mm. you know, 
if if it was as simple as just that process, then there wouldn't be any debate mm. or argument. It's about the process of distribution and all of that. But then I guess you could argue like if things were legalized, it that's a whole like debate. That's but a I whole think it's um, I think it's just interesting as well. Like if you just see it as okay, well everyone breaks some rules if someone's choosing to go and do a little bit of coke that doesn't necessarily mean they're a bad person like if anything it probably shows that like (laughs) for some people like they might be really struggling and so that's the only way to get through it is like yeah to feel something or to feel something something. that kind of thing like lots of people who turn to alcohol they just do it because it's like fucking hell my brain is too full of shit my i i can't handle all this stuff yeah. going on i'll have a drink yeah. it will make me feel better and so you know i think lots of people understand that feeling of it like i've done it before i know i have where i've gone oh i'm feeling fucking garbage today uh and i'll i come back from work and i've had a drink and it's like this is not the healthiest way to deal with it, but it's just in in that moment you're like, I'd love a fucking drink. Yeah, I'd love that. So it happens, and it happens to the best of us. And it, you know, sometimes for whatever reason, our needs can't be met, and it leads us to do these things. And if I mean, it, it highlights that maybe there's something else that needs to happen, something that needs to change. Because if you're coming home and using alcohol as a as a coping mechanism. Maybe there's something that you need to like dig into. Maybe there's something yeah. that you need to investigate. But it is it's it's really and I, I really like the song. I think it's a great I, I I've gone really hard on lyrics this week, but yeah, you're right. From a kind of like rave kind of perspective, I love that as well. Um yeah. I can it's imagine really sitting there like getting ready for a night out doing my makeup and just like singing along without actually like deeping the meaning too much and just yeah. Um did I say, uh, did I, did I, int- you introduced it, sorry, I was having a mental blip, I was like panicking then, that I hadn't said who it was by, or like. No, no, I, I handled it, don't worry. You, you did that, that what well, is wrong so. with me? Um, okay, so the, oh, I was going to say the last song, second to last song, fuck me, it's all gone wrong. It's my uh, last song, there you go. Yeah, Chris's last one, Change by Martha Hill. Exactly. Oh my god, this. This track, fucking, I did say, yeah, change. What, my brain, oh my god, I like keep forgetting, like, sure, anyway. Uh, change. This song is brilliant. I really, like, out of the songs you've put on this week, this is, like, by far my favourite, not that, like, I the thought you'd love this brilliant. one. And I immediately was like, I'm, like, let's go to a gig. Um, I'm going to see what their dates are, but they've only got one in Newcastle at the moment which is yeah sad times um but yeah why did you think I would love it like uh, that's what I'm interested in uh like, what the whole you... vibe of it screamed you to me this whole the whole feeling of um it's quite indie isn't it yeah I don't I don't know why when I heard I heard it on the tv I think what was I watching you heard oh, it on the tv oh wow and I had this song on and when I heard it I just thought this is a cat song. <laughs> this is a cat song. I just it hit me, and immediately I was like, "Right, we need to." At some point, this is going on the playlist. Um, yeah, yeah. for sure. I 
I like I can't even explain why I just immediately loved it, but I just <laughs> you know, and you just have that connection. Um I thought actually like with the meaning, I was a bit confused by uh like I think it could be about a few different things, but um I was wondering whether let me just have a look uh something about you makes me wish that I wasn't me makes me yeah. wish that I wasn't me. Obviously that could be uh related to a relative or um you, you know like a parent or something like that or it could be something like you know they've got a crush on someone and the fact like they don't feel good enough for the crush or um uh, or the crush doesn't like them back or whatever. I don't know. There's lots of different ways you can sort of read into it, I think. And mm. what like, what are your opinions on that? Um, so this reminded me of a poem that we've read at A-level. I know, this week Ooh. I've really gone into it. And I forget the name of it. It was by um, Carolyn Duffy. And it's basically this poem about going back to somewhere where you grew up as an adult. And like, uh, in their case, it's like things are somewhat familiar, but also they've changed quite a lot. And it's like confusing and unsettling because even though you grew up there and you should know it so well, um, you, you don't. And it, it, it really does something. Now, uh, this song is not that doesn't go that way with it. I still think it's about someone who's coming back to somewhere that they grew up, you know, somewhere uh... like. So whatever, like the quiet street, uh, street so it's quite up the woods, bare feet, all this kind of stuff. And it's like yeah. someone who's been away for a while, come back, and is like... Um, You've gone too long. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I think they're just... It, it's like nostalgic, almost like going back, seeing all these things, having all these memories. And for a second thinking, did I... Have I changed too much? Because you know how you have that thing where you go to uni or something and you come back and meet people who you went to school with and you think, mm. oh, this is like I'm different or they're different. Something has changed. Something isn't the way it was anymore. Yeah. And you think, oh, is that a bad thing? And I, I've heard some people who have gone back, went back home from uni to meet friends and their friends were like, oh, you've changed. You know, you're not the same anymore. You're, you're different and like got all weird about it. And I think yeah, that's the th thing here. It's like going back home, realizing, oh, you know, like I remember doing all these things as a kid. I'm not that person anymore. But what I like about it is it's like, I don't want to change. Like, I am who I am. And I have all these, this is where I grew up. This is, I have all these memories of these things. I remember all these things. But also I am who I am now. And, and I'm fine with that. I don't have any problem with being older and looking back and having those memories but like being different because you are different I, you know even me i spent my whole life in milton Keynes, basically um and i <laughs> i look around sometimes and i go oh that's that's weird that's not that's not the same or, or like you know, i meet people i'm like oh you know you've you've done this whatever yeah and in the back of your mind for a second you think should i have gone to uni was that a, should i have stayed at <laughs> Stayed at home or done something like that, and then you're like, no, actually, I don't want, I don't want that. I don't want what you, you know. Let's say you, I've met someone who has got married and had a kid, and yeah. it's like, 
I think yeah, if you're happy, great. And I'm not judging. If that's you for, for that. you, then it's for you. Yeah, it's not for me. That's exactly it. So it's like, oh, like things have changed. Things are the same, and I'm different. But I'm fine with that, and I'm vibing. And have the whole you... song is just such a good vibe. It's so chill. It's so like, it's not like a, it's not a banger. It's a bop. It's a bop. Oh, you're gonna get bop, yeah, yeah. It's I'd got a little bit like of a bop, to maybe a little bit of vibe, vibe, bop. But I think it's got yeah. a little bop energy to it. Yeah, I I definitely get that. Um, I was gonna say, have you been somewhere where it's like smaller than you remembered, and you it's a yeah. bit of a weird experience? So I had that. I went to uh, a flat that I used to live in uh, in Milton Keynes, and I like went there, and I was like in my head, I was thinking. This is so much smaller than I remembered. And I thought it was small, but you know, and you're like, wow. <laughs> Did you see my bedroom in the second, like in the second year and third year house no. in Oxford? I can't remember. No, it was very small. Um, and I genuinely don't know. All of the possessions, like all of my personal possessions were in that room. Mm-hmm. And it was a small double bed. Um and they that was a funny story because they originally ordered a double bed that didn't fit, so they had to get a small double bed because it was oh, listed God, as a double small doubles, yeah. Yeah, and we were living there the year they changed the um, regulations of what you could list, like, the minimum size as for a double bedroom, and mine was actually smaller than, like, what you could legally <laughs> list. And I, was, I tried to get rent off, and I didn't, and I just gave yeah, up. Yeah, they told you to go fuck yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Well, they said they were going to extend my room um, through the like through the wardrobe, which went over the stairs, and they never bothered. But yeah, anyway, like this room was tiny, and I had like my keyboard, my guitar, my violin, like all my clothes, like suitcase, every like everything was in this room. And you know, you're like, how? How did mm-hmm. it? I had one one chest of drawers, and then this like cupboard, which was like really old and the storage didn't really make sense, but, like, I just don't know how. Like... When I was in third I, year, yeah. my room, the only space I had to fit clothes in was basically two drawers underneath the bed. The room was that kind of small. You could oh not God. fit a chest of drawers. You could not fit a wardrobe. You could anything like that into it. And it was a... Jesus. I think it might have been a full double, but, like, that was the only thing you were going to get in this room. Um, Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was a small double. Don't remember. Basically, that was it. So, I you had to get really creative of how you put things in. And I look around my room now, and I think, fuck, how did I fit into that room? I can't even do this room is a struggle for me sometimes. <laughs> God, I know. Like I used to. Um, so I had a laptop, and then I, it was it, it's shitty laptop. You'll probably remember it was like a two hundred quid one that I bought. Oh, uh, God, yeah. Before I went to uni, the HP thing, bloody awful. Um, but. Pierce then lent me his iMac, which was great, but I um, didn't have anywhere to, like, I didn't have a desk, I had no space, so I remember I had to get a wireless keyboard and mouse and sit in my bed if I wanted to use a computer, and then if we had exams, I'd take the whole computer downstairs to the sitting room, uh, into the, uh, like, dining room. And just do work there. It's really weird because the house was big. It was mm-hmm. just like my room was just stupidly small yeah, in yeah, comparison. Yeah. Um, so like I had the space to do work there. But it's just funny like that, that it was just 
you just get used to the space you're living in. And then it, I think unless you lived in a really big house, you would still find a way of filling it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So I went on like a random tangent there. No, no, I enjoyed it. I always enjoy your rambles. That's always good. Um, <laughs> let me hit you up with your second dead. Um, dead by Kieran Roots. Back again. Can you tell he's my current obsession? I've noticed. I've noticed. He, oh, yeah. I'm just a little bit in love. And I don't like men, so I was, you know, saying something. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Here's his out there now, like, what? Huh? (laughs) So, (laughs) what? I've psyched myself out. So I'd been obsessed with Disengage for ages. Yeah. Um, when I say ages, I mean it feels like ages because I've listened to it that many times now. Um, but this song, Dead, it's got a similar... Like, it belongs to the same genre. You've got... Mm. There's some like cheesy guitars in there, which I really love. The drum production. Oh, Oh, I actually have taken note of the producers because um, I think, I don't know if, so he, so Kieran Rhodes went to Berkeley, uh, or he was at Berkeley, um, and when I looked at one of his producers, he was also at Berkeley, so I'm guessing they're like doing the same course or something, which I think is really cool, Um, but the producers are Tyler Detaloo? I don't know how to pronounce that, that, sorry. Uh, Andrew Brinkman and Justin Livingston. I'll send you the name. Um, And I definitely think, like, they deserve a shout-out because of the production of it. It's just, oh, I I love it, I love it, I love it. Um, Words. I don't know. Oh, it's just, like, You're struggling with the words today, aren't you? A little bit, a little bit. I don't know what's... I think I need caffeine or something. Mm. Um... Like, I just find they've had lots of fun. So there's, like, random bits where you've got lyrics, like, nonsense lyrics, like, na na na, And they're just mm. sort of, like, taking the piss. Like, it, it's just very fun, which mm. contradicts the whole, like, you know, dead vibe going on. And then they're, like, playing with the vowels of dead and just... It, it's also, like, Coldplay-inspired, I want to say... People might take offence to that, but I would say that it's like Coldplay vibes. You save me from this because I'm just like spitting out random things and not really like putting them in sentences. It's bold of you to assume that I do any better than you would, but um, I was actually going to say exactly the same thing. Um, I might be about (laughs) to ruin the song for some people. I think this has massive Coldplay vibes all over it. I think, um, I think when we looked at Kieran Rhodes last time, his bio said something about having vocals like Chris Martin. And oh, there's a point yeah, in the okay, chorus yeah. where he goes like into like um head voice kind of falsetto. Yeah. And I was like, this is so Chris Martin. I can't even like it one hundred percent to me felt like something that he would do that kind of like going up there. Then the way the piano line kind of like followed me, it felt very much that way. So I was like, well, I'll take it. I'll take it. Loving it. Um and I love, I, I think it is fun because it's like, I don't think it's actually about being dead per se. No, so it's not a depressing like, song. No, it's, 
I think it's almost like it's like being alive, but you're so um you get stuck in that kind of monotonous daily grind kind of thing. Mm. And like so you know, you wake up at the same time, you go to work, you come back home, you do this stuff, you go to bed, and you get stuck in that thing. And it's like so much of it is like, you know, you could do all these things, you could go take a hike, you could do all these things, but actually you can't be asked and you just you're going to work and you're doing the thing and you're commuting and you're coming back and you're eating dinner and you're going to bed and and you know, you're not feeling so good about yourself, you're feeling miserable. Um I I think that for me that's what I took from it, is it it's more that kind of thing of feeling dead inside so to speak like yeah struggling a lot and even that bit you don't have to be dead to lose your head um yeah it's it's like it's like that that for me really said that and really shouted out to me that thing if sometimes you are just really struggling and finding things difficult and and you feel a bit like overwhelmed you know you just you can't anymore you don't have any interest in any of these things it is it can yeah that's quite like depressing thing but again the way that it's it's in a song is like it's uplifting i think it almost is like i'm worried about you but you know it's going to be okay we can we can go do these things we can do all this this stuff we can we can go and like have fun and kind of you know like what is it so hold on to your head you might lose it <laughs> but i like that it doesn't feel like it's inevitable it feels like you know you can you can pull yourself back from this. Stick yeah. with it, you know. You can do it. So I, I love that I love that energy to it. I think it's really fun. I think it's another it's another good good song from Kieran. I mean I can see why you love his music. Absolutely. I can see why you love the producers. It's uh Yeah. It's pretty yeah. It, it, it's really good. It's really good. It's great music. Like it's did that save you at all? In... Yeah, it did. That was definitely a lot like more cohesive than what I previously I have my mood. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, full of lots of different aspects, but they've, they've brought it together, like, Mm. so well, and I just think that he is an extremely talented guy. Very much so. Um. And the producers, like you say. Yeah, definitely ones to watch. I think they're going to come out with a lot of really cool. So, uh, I think... The only issue that I can see is because of the All genre. Right, good, here you go. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ, there she goes. Fucking hell. I no, I just think like because of the genre, it it might not be stuff that ends up like in the mainstream charts. But I think they will become like he will become like a indie pop rock uh, orchestral uh, cult. Uh, what do you call it? Like fat, uh, you know, like Donny Darko is a a fan favorite. Like, um, mm. what's the word? I can't think. A cult like, classic kind of thing. Cult classic, yeah. So I think like Kieran Rhodes will become sort of an icon within the within the genre. You know. Yeah, for sure. And I think they've not... got the skills that they could pivot to do something 
to change it up if they if they feel like they wanted to. I think they could definitely. Oh do yeah, that. I feel like they could go completely. I think they could do whatever genre they wanted. You can tell that yeah. they've got the talent for that, and I think it's even better that they're choosing to go with something slightly more obscure. And I love like the fact that he he's obviously uh, he loves a bit of uh, orchestral uh, music as well, and I I think that shines through really nicely with his work. So I yeah. I think it's good to be able to bring the old and the new together. Absolutely. So I, I, I am, I'm flagging. I'm flagging. We lost you a bit today, didn't we? We lost you a bit. Yeah. I like. I, it's not as did bad. Did you get as the cup been... of tea before we started? Yeah, I did. Um, I don't know. I just feel a bit, a bit sleepy. I'm not gonna lie. Well, you know, go and take a little rest now. You know, we're free. We're free. I've got to finish a job application as well. It's probably oh, why, because I'm that's probably I'm why. dreading that. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I know I still have to do that straight away afterwards. Um, and I don't know how to answer some of the questions. So, well, But yeah, I, I, I think that sums up our episode, our 51st episode. Um, mm. Yeah, thank you for sticking with us and and listening i think we've had fun hope you've had fun too live laugh love i was hoping that was going to kill you chris i held on to it because i was just interested to see where you were going to take this oh <laughs> i was i was i was watching it went I was just so quiet enjoying imagining your brain going on this little adventure whatever i wonder if i'd stayed yeah. silent what else you might possibly come out with Oh no, like you can't let me go on too long, otherwise I'll say something incredibly stupid. Yeah, I, the, the, I find it very entertaining. I find it very entertaining. Well, I agree with everything you said. Um, thank you all for listening, for being here. Hope you're all doing very well. Uh, if you have any music suggestions, by the way, the things oh, we should yeah. listen to, don't hesitate to let us know because, uh, you know, always, always, always looking for new stuff. Always look at these. Plus, my Spotify Wrapped comes out soon, so we've got to get mm. those. We've got to get those you know, stats in there while we still can. Um, <laughs> I really couldn't care less. Um, so thank you. It's been great seeing you. Cat's gonna do the weird laugh like hmm, thing. Um, Shut up. All right. There, there are all these things that make you you, and we wouldn't have you any other way. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay, <laughs> love you, and we'll see love you, you next time. Bye. Bye.